0: This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle. Hi, my name is Jen Davis, and I am the director of recruiting um, for our corporate functions for Whole Foods Market Corporate. What I love about our space is that we deliver the highest quality products to our consumers and really inform the world about food. Aside from that, you know, I love our mission and values because we do put our team members first um, in terms of their happiness and uh, also their quality of life.
1: A nearly three decades old big name company in the grocery space has only had recruiting as a function for the last five years. With 20 new openings to deliver in the next few months and a shortage of full stack developers, how does a company like Whole Foods solve its substantial recruiting and retention goals and growth? Rob Sanchez sat down with Jen Davis, Global Technology Recruiting Director, on location at HR Retail 2019 in Austin, Texas. Coming up, you'll hear how Whole Foods strives to tap into communities to find the right talent, put a focus on diversity of thought, add new technology to the process, handle data, and structure training for optimal employee performance and retention. This is Grocery Is Your Business, Recorded on location.
2: So, Jen, I'd love to have you tell me a little bit about why you came to HR Retail and what um, you spoke about while you were here.
0: Sure. Um, Well... We're doing a lot of testing and learning. Just for um, (laughs) for a point of reference, um, you know, we've been around since 1980, but recruiting is only a five-year-old function at Whole Foods. So we're literally creating and building things from scratch, and we have some high deliverables in front of us. We have 200 net new openings that started in January, and we have to deliver on those within the next six months or so, on top of the already 80 open positions, and then, of course, any attrition. So, you know, in short, I wanted to come and knowledge share some of the test and learn uh, practices practices, some of the pilots that we've done um, in a case study fashion and share that with the audience.
2: I'd love to hear about some of those case studies.
0: Sure, sure. So one of the things that we've employed is technical assessment testing. So um, if you are involved in recruiting or hiring for full-stack developers, for example, it takes a lot, you know, in terms of technical screening um, to find the right candidates that are qualified. So, this has actually enabled us um, to save a ton of time on our hiring managers and actually get that, you know, through a coding challenge, that technical assessment kind of out of the way.
2: And when you're doing that coding challenge, is it um, building something that can be used? Is it more of like a a game-type atmosphere, case study-based? How is that set up?
0: It's it's overall just um, assessing their understanding of object-oriented design techniques because, um, you know, in short, we're pretty agnostic in terms of the language, although we're highly Java-centric. So they can pick their coding language, but it's really just to understand, you know, are they good coders and do they understand design principles?
2: What have you found as you've been rolling that out Um, Have you been finding that there's maybe a certain skill set that's missing in the marketplace? Is there an area where you wish you could see more training?
0: Boy, um, I mean, back to full stack, I think everybody's looking for them, you know, um, even our parent company, you know, so, and the Austin market is uber competitive as well. Um, so, you know, in short, uh, yes, I mean, there's definitely a shortage, you know, in terms of numbers, you know, around full stack developers, um, people tend to be either more front end or back end, and we're looking kind of for the whole complete picture. Um, so in short, yes, I mean, I think one of the things we're looking at is, you know, things like, you know, Grace Hopper or Girls Who Code or, you know, uh, tapping into different communities and organizations to help take um, talent that's being developed or going through coding boot camps in order to get a new talent pipeline.
2: How important is it for you to see somebody with project-oriented training versus more classroom-oriented? Do you see a difference in skill set?
0: Yeah. Trying to think. I mean, you know, overall, you know, we we are just like many looking for the more experienced crop. Um, but actually, today, as a matter of fact, we do have a panel going on with five uh, campus graduates that are you know strong, and they actually passed you know our coding test. And so, in short, they have the design principles, but not the overall skills. But they definitely are a part of our population, and we'll work to train and develop.
2: And are you looking for people who are moving from um, other? Uh, similar companies or are you looking for people that are a little bit fresher that you can train yourself or does it depend a little bit on on what the role is
0: i think it takes a little bit of everything i mean you know uh you know overall we'd like larger enterprise organization uh, you know experience um but you know i think it it takes all kinds it's really about diversity of thought you know people that come from different backgrounds you know in different levels of experience whether that is your more experienced engineers or you know folks that are coming straight from college
2: You'd mentioned Grace Hopper and Girls That Code. Are Mm -hmm. you um, putting effort in as you're building this to uh, pay attention to maybe underserved communities or communities with? diverse perspectives that haven't really been uh, showcased in companies recently?
0: So we're a very mission and values driven company. And, um, you know, overall, you know, we, we want talent to come from everywhere. And we do care about diversity of thought. So yes, absolutely. We're evaluating different types of organizations within our local community, as well as within the global community to find, you know, great pipelines of talent, you know, and again, that diversity of thought.
2: Are you ever building the pipelines? Or is that kind of outside of the core of what you're doing? Right?
0: We are working to build talent pipelines, and it is on a strategic w- roadmap in terms of the HR technology side to help us, you know, take our current tools and build those pipelines, you know, internally, whether it be silver medalists um, or you know just overall being able to quickly hashtag certain skills and then tap on the talent in-house.
2: Mm-hmm. And um, what are you seeing as tools that are now available inside of the HR space? Is it changing a- at all, or? Um, Is it something that you're kind of waiting for certain solutions to come?
0: I think it's a combination of both. I mean, so um, in the last four months, we've actually employed video interviewing into a part of our process, not the overall process, but for you know groups that are open to it, um, to the non-traditional methods. Um, and that's really helped us out a lot. It's helped us to get through the numbers. We get 1.5 million applications a year, and most of those are for our stores. If you take a look at our corporate function, 70,000 applications a year. That's still a lot to get through. So I think one of my biggest things is, how do I find tools that are able um, to make you know kind of matches based on the requirements to get the higher qualified people towards the top.
2: What does it look like after someone's hired how are you working through that onboarding process?
0: We've got a ways to go. (laughs) That's for sure. I think a lot of organizations do and struggle with that. No, um, there definitely is more focus on our learning development side and building training programs, Um, not only internally, you know, here at corporate in terms of helping people build on their skill set, or perhaps, you know, springboard into other jobs within our organization. But how do we make that transition um, for all the great talent that's actually in our stores, and people that want to move, you know, to a corporate position. So there's definitely things in the works um, with their learning development team there.
2: It's always interesting to see companies that are maybe thinking about hiring from within or looking for cross-platform skill sets and so on. um, How much of that plays into your thinking about the job and how much of that is sort of like coming in the future?
0: (laughs) So internal mobility is huge to us. Um, it's very important. So last year at corporate alone, we made seven hundred hires. Right, a half of those were internals. So and those are internals that don't just move within you know a tech one tech team and it's a similar tech team. Um, you know some of that you know is from a totally different you know maybe it's from I'm making this up you know but the marketing team you know over to tech or over to finance that happens actually quite frequently. And then you know of course we do have a number of folks that are in the stores. Um, that do have, you know, either past experience or transferable skills, you know, that come to work at corporate as well.
2: I've seen a couple of strategies around salary tracking when people switch completely from like a function like marketing to a function like tech. Are you thinking about that at all? There were some companies that employed a strategy of essentially um, giving you a a pay cut when you moved and then... um, And then, like, the option to go back to the old job and so on. There were a lot of different theories around how to handle that sort of thing, given that you'd be slightly less productive in the beginning as you were on board and ramped up, but it maybe had a longer career trajectory. Do you see anything like that at all, or is that sort of a different way of thinking about it?
0: I think our overall thinking is, you know, a person should get paid for the job that they're doing. You know, so whether it is they're making less you know for one job it's really not about that you know it's about what are we going to pay them for the job that they're doing and so you know if they are coming from an experienced job and moving into a job that's new for them you know of course that's taken into consideration you know and we talk to that individual about it and we want to pay them appropriately for what you know they're bringing um so thanks. Okay. yeah
2: yeah Um, That's always an interesting one, because it goes a little bit more into the theory and the retention side of things. Um, Also, what are you doing about retention internally? You mentioned that you have these 280 positions to fill, but you still have to deal with the retention aspect as well uh, on the job.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, so um, so we are, you know, changing a little bit. We used to have just once a year, you know, what we call job dialogues, you know, so that's kind of your performance management conversation. And, of course, we are moving to more structure and training, you know, to our managers about how important it is to do those regular check-ins. So, actually, there is a quarterly touch base, you know, that happens, and we do have a tool within Workday um, to help us manage, you know, goals, and then, you know, to have those meaningful conversations with our team members so yeah yeah
2: <laughs> and um, how much of your job do you see as vetting and finding technology solutions and how much of it is more on the people side of it
0: jeez I don't even know if I can quantify you know what the the difference is you really have to do both I mean you know number one um, we do get a lot of great applicants that just really care about our brand so it's very important for us you know to really evaluate the people that are applying to our opportunities but it is also important to focus on direct sourcing you know and going out and find you know really great great pools of talent whether that be here locally or you know across the US. I would say, you know, coupled with, you know, just looking at, you know, applicants and evaluating those, as well as our external sourcing strategy, we need HR tech. I mean, you know, we have very lean teams. (laughs) I've got, you know, four recruiters, you know, on our tech team. I'm looking to add two more, just added two talent sourcers. Um, But in short, you know, again, back to those 70,000, you know, applications, as well as working to focus on direct um, sourcing. You've got to have HR tech in there, in my mind, to help enable the recruiters um, to get a little bit faster wherever they can, you know. So you know, clearly this is a human industry, and it's not all about automation, you know, um, or utilizing AI to kind of get through candidates. But I do think it's an important thing to consider, you know, or you know, employing video interviewing techniques to help get that funnel down, you know, kind of faster to identify that core amount of candidates.
2: And do you have a place you want to arrive? Um, do you kind of have an angle in mind right now as you're building out the strategies and the tools that you're using or are you a little bit more reacting and then trying to catch up?
0: Right now, I'll be candid. I'm reacting quite a bit. I mean, you know, there's only so many hours in the week. You know, we do really focus on work-life balance. It's important to us. Um, But, you know, having said that, you know, I think I I put myself out there, you know, in the industry, you know, whether it be recruitment, marketing messages on LinkedIn. Um, So there's a lot of outreach that I get, you know, from from different vendors. And I'm always open to evaluating if it makes sense. Mm -hmm. So...
2: When you're evaluating software, do you have people from the tech side that come in and consult on that with you, or um, is it
0: sometimes of it based? Yeah, sometimes. I mean, so with our technical assessment pilot, um, what I did was I went out and actually talked to, you know, our tech leaders and just say, hey, what have you heard is good? I already had some in mind. Good news is a lot of it aligned. Um, yeah. So, you know, I picked, you know, three core technical uh, testing assessment vendors and then did kind of a little mini rfp i just ran it myself you know i mean you know uh, and uh, in short in partnership with our digital e-commerce team we did arrive you know on one core vendor and it's actually doing well
2: (laughs) excellent um and then are they also handling the data side of the people uh so there's a lot of documents and communication and so on that gets handled Um, How are you handling sort of that flood of information?
0: (laughs) Uh, If anyone can find that out, let me know. (laughs) I mean, you know, I think communication is very important within our organization. I always like to say we're building the ship as we're sailing it, so it's important. Um, You know, we are in constant contact, and often we actually sit alongside our business. We don't just sit in our offices. So I think it really is about regularly meeting, you know, on a weekly basis, sometimes more than that, and staying in lockstep, as well as having having, you know, we actually have, you know, a shared drive online, you know, where we have kind of tech collaboration with recruiting. And so, and then of course there's email, you know, but I think it's just a combination of, you know, communication vehicles.
2: Excellent. So from what you spoke about while you were here and from um, everything that's happened, I mean, it's only day one of HR retail, but I'd love to get your perspectives on what's been shared so far, any final thoughts that you have and anything that you think would be important to share?
0: We all are experiencing the same challenges. I mean, you know, my particular challenge, um, I recruit for corporate. And so how do you focus on, you know, putting our brand out? Like people already opt in for our brand, but like really educating them that there's great tech to work on at a grocery store retailer. And I think, you know, all of us, you know, have, you know, a little bit of that. Um, you know, of course in the audience, there's a lot of folks that are focused on high volume recruiting. I have so much respect for them, like, you know, for stores. Um, so my challenges are a little bit different in that area, but they all tie back to the success of our stores too. So I think it's great, you know, hearing what they're going through and, you know, trying to understand me and my corporate function, how can I help them?
2: How much of, um, of corporate job do you think is brand awareness and how much of it is just like skill competency. thats I, I've heard it from a couple people now. Um, some people in beauty were saying it's really difficult to attract coders because they don't think of the technology challenges. Um, I'm wondering what your perspective is on that awareness of the interesting components of the technology side.
0: So, you know, in the last four months, we've actually had two on-site tech mixers. Um, and uh, one we did on our own, the other one we did with one of our agency partners. And, um, you know, I think... A lot of people identify with our brand. You know, of course, there's a lot of loyal shoppers, um, you know, but then on top of that, um, you know, they align with our mission and values. So that's there. But, you know, there is a a gap in terms of people understanding what are we doing? We've got a digital e-commerce team that's absolutely incredible. And, you know, we are doing a lot of work, you know, with our parent company, too. So that's actually quite interesting to um, candidates. But I guess the net is really t- helping them understand what is it that they would actually be doing within a grocery store retailer within tech. So, you know, there is an education gap there that we're working to fill.
2: We're actually quite excited about grocery and technology. Um, we've launched a show to cover that because we see it as it's on this interesting cusp and rapid change is coming really fast. Yes. And so it's interesting to see how do you prep for that and then also how do you respond. <laughs> Um, So I'd love your thoughts right now on um, how are you getting ready for the change that's coming? Uh, Of course, with the acquisition of Whole Foods, there's a lot of change already in the ecosystem, at least from the public's perception. Right. And so I'd love to hear um, what you think is coming and how you think it's going to play out.
0: Hmm. Look, I mean, within our industry, within grocery store retail, um, we're all racing towards the same thing, (laughs) you know. So, you know, we've accomplished um, delivering groceries, you know, to home on a a large scale, which is absolutely amazing. But, you know, we're working to revolutionize the shopper experience. But guess what? So are our competitors, you know. So it's a race, you know, for, for tech talent. Um, So, you know, in short, I don't know that there's a magical answer to it, you know, but I think it's very important to understand what are our competitors doing? Um, What does their roadmap look like? Where are they in that evolution? And then where are we and what kind of pages can we take out of their books while inside our house, we're working to test and learn a number of things as well.
2: Is there anything that you can think of that's exciting or that's um, that you're kind of using as the forefront when you're trying to attract people uh, to the position.
0: I think I think one thing that I'm amazed by is, is our leadership team. You know, they have a lot of experience within retail and of course, you know, within just for one area, you know, our our di- our digital side. Um also our point of sale and supply chain side heck, you know, our network and security side, we have some really amazing leadership. And I think it's really important for for us to get them, you know, in front of the public because that's what really engages, you know, the tech talent that we're seeking. And along with our mission and values, um, if people are opting into that, if they meet our leadership, then we feel that they're going to opt in also to our opportunities as well.
2: Excellent. Well, thank you so much for taking some time and sharing with us.
0: Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you.
1: Grocery is Your Business is a production of Mouth Media Network, copyright 2019. Connect with the show on social media at Mouth Media Network and contact us at podcast at mouthmedianetwork.com. Thank you for listening.